The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Around the Circle. That's the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk. Happy Monday. It's another crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review this podcast on iTunes. Just simply search Talk of Champions. Football around the corner. I think Media Day's next week. We're two weeks away. Two weeks from almost opening. Oh, one camp. week. One, one week, week away. Golly. Yeah. Next Monday in Atlanta. No, I was talking about opening about fall that. camp, or two weeks from fall camp, right? Yeah, two weeks from fall camp. A little over two weeks away from fall camp. But uh, media day next Monday, College Football Hall of Fame, Atlanta, Georgia. It's here, Ben. It's here. It's here. Football is officially here. Turning the page and almost baseball winning the national championship. You didn't even get any time to breathe. Time to really appreciate it and celebrate it. You'd think that you need a month off as a fan to celebrate Ole Miss winning the national championship, and sure enough, here it is, football's back. But at media days, do we really learn anything at media days anymore? Nope, nope, you don't usually. But I will say this, Lane Kiffin's going to get asked a lot of interesting questions, and he's going to have a ton of interesting and original answers. You can accuse Lane Kiffin of a lot of things. Coach Speak is not one of them. He's going to answer your question. And it's going to be uh, fireworks, you know. That's just Lane. I mean, somebody, everybody is going to ask Lane, Lane, what do you think about the state of college football? I, I can't predict what he's going to say, but it's going to be interesting. There will be bites on fine mom. I promise you that. Lane in this culture, in this modern culture of college football, always making yourself newsworthy. He's really good at that. Well, Hugh Freeze is doing all the wrong things, sliding into DMs of rape survivors. Oh, my survivors. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You had to bring Hugh Freeze up today? Oh it's my Monday. Goodness. Football's around the corner. Come on. Well, well, no, no. I mean, you've seen his latest stunt, right? Come on, man. What is he doing? He's never going to learn, ever. Uh, is that the dumbest move a head football coach has ever freaking made outside of, you know, the whole – thing he got fired for. And also me. Art Biles but, at Baylor and all that. But yeah. I mean, my gosh. Okay, so what's going on here is there's a female who was, if I'm not mistaken, sexually assaulted while a student at Liberty University. And she sued Liberty and somehow or another the athletic director who's not involved in sexual assault uh, was criticized and um, condemned in her lawsuit. Well, good old Coach Freeze decides, <laughs> I, I don't like that, and that's not right, and I'm going to get on Twitter, and I'm going to DM her and tell her, basically, she, she's an evil person, and he's a saint, and she should not be doing that. What does a girl do? 
Well, she screenshots the private messages Freeze has been sending her. While the lawsuit is still going on, and puts it out in the public forum. Now, I mean, that's just stupid. That's paramount to harassment. I, I just couldn't believe it when I was shown it yesterday. Really, you couldn't believe it with you? No, no, I really could not believe he had stepped in the pile once again. Whoa, I mean, come on, man. But you know Hugh just as well as anybody. I mean, and both of us have dealt with that, him searching his name on Twitter, even to this day. I mean, I talked to the guy a couple months ago because I made a stupid joke on Twitter that really had, wasn't bad. It was like something, I don't even know, it was about comparing Hugh Freeze to Goofy in some way. Because they're doing something about Disney characters. Something very tame. And he DM'd me on Twitter and because he searches his name. But for this one, it's just... When Hugh said he's learned, he's growing, all these like nice things written about him at Liberty or whatever, this is why no other school, no other AD will tie themselves to Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze can never, ever get out of his own way. His vanity is out of control. His narcissism is out of control. This is what he does, right? And now that it's happened in an instance where, I mean, you're, you're dealing with a lawsuit and sexual assault and all those things, and you're inserting yourself into it because of your own narcissism, frankly. It, yeah, he most, had absolutely nothing to gain. Nothing. Was not going to help his buddy, the athletic director, at all, at all. by doing this. And yet he did it. And, and I mean, I, I suppose you're sitting there and going, I'm Hugh Freeze. Maybe if I tell her she's wrong, you know, this will go away or something. Oh, it's, it's the same crazy. Hugh Freeze that multiple times would say stuff because just because he disagreed with your coverage of something, like a football practice. I didn't like how you handled yeah. practice in your report. He'll accuse you of not having the same core values of himself, this weird core superiority <laughs> that he doesn't have. Like, dude, you get you were fired with calls and gave up millions of dollars because of what was found in your phone records. Chill out. And also, you're a multimillionaire multiple times over. Just make your money, coach your football team, and get off of Twitter. It's it's borderline psychotic. It is, and I think you're exactly right. I think the biggest cost factor for Hugh Freeze that he failed to calculate is that if anybody was out there going, we're going to need a football coach next year, uh, he, they removed his name from their list. You just can't have. That guy, the highest paid guy at your university, doing stupid stuff like that. Eventually, I'm pretty damn sure Freeze is going to end up on the Jerry Springer show one day. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent of that is in 2022, yeah. I will not miss that. Let me tell you something. Well, here's I bring it up for an actual reason, because I'll remember back in 2016 when all this stuff was popping off, and Hugh stood up there in front of God and everybody filibustered for a long time. And he actually did a really good job of answering the questions, the NCAA questions that were thrown at him just constantly at SEC media days. And how much of yeah, how much Obis read the roster off um, in the media guide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He spent 30 minutes just filibustering, talking oh. about everything. I mean, he's talking well, about the backup long snapper, for, for Christ's sake. He knew what he was doing, too. Oh, yeah. It was a great strategy. It was brilliant. 
And I think about how quickly things change in college football. To think that was not that long ago. It consumed your and mine, every Ole Miss fan's life. We were paying more attention to what was going on in a conference meeting room in Kentucky, right on the border of Cincinnati, Ohio, rather than the football team itself in the future and what it could be. And everyone always had this, like, really negative response or opinion, at least nationally. I feel like there was a collective majority of, of national opinion that was negative toward Lane Kiffin. And Hugh Freeze, it was the same kind of deal, but he hid behind that shield. He has a moral superiority that he thinks he's always right. And now this cycle comes back and comes through in the last college football season. So many huge openings. And Kiffin is still at Ole Miss, and Freeze is still at Liberty. That should tell you everything about their situations. That Kiffin, I mean, this might be his long-term gig for a little while. You know, it might not be retiring here, but longer than we all expected, including himself. While Freeze, because he can't get out of his own way, is stuck at Liberty. Kiffin has learned to adapt and use his personality for what matters with his title, being a college football brand unto himself. It's not the self, it, there's some selfishness to it. There has to be as you, as, of your marketability. But like freeze, it's always just about who has hurt freeze in his mind. It's grievance stuff with him constantly. While Kiffin is constantly promoting his brand. If you'd have told me in 2016 that Lane Kiffin would be far better and more secure as a person and coach in college football than Hugh freeze. I'm not sure I'd have believed it, but looking at it now, it just seems silly, right? Cause yeah, yeah, well, look, Lane doesn't sweat the little stuff. Freeze yeah. trips over every little thing. I mean, and maybe that's not fair. We don't know his day-to-day activities, but there are a lot of things that, you know, Freeze is just wandering down the highway and looks over and goes, oh, that's interesting. Let me go stick my toe into this pile of bull crap. And that's what he's done lately. So, you know, I, I don't know, but – um it's just it's just a different it's just a different world for Ole Miss football to where for those years those six years well however long it was dealing with NCAA stuff Ole Miss at media days was all about that that that's how Ole Miss grabbed attention that's how Ole Miss because Ole Miss was just one of a pile of teams everybody's talking about Alabama Georgia there were storylines aplenty for other schools and when Ole Miss was mentioned it was in a negative light for stuff that Freeze did or said or whatever. Now, Kiffin has kind of co-opted Ole Miss in the brand at, for himself. And everything that comes out of his mouth, yeah. like you said, everything that comes out of his mouth is on Feinbaum. It's on uh, multiple news, national news outlets, written stories about him and what he had to say. He's become an authority on relevant everyday topics in college football. Meanwhile, Freeze is still sliding into DMs. It just shows you as an Ole Miss fan, when you think it's the darkest time, because I think everyone would agree, that back then, the NCAA stuff, 2016, that was probably the darkest time. Even when you think it was darkest, oh, there's always going to be. If Ole Miss is always one hire or one decision or one uh, football win or two away from turning things around and doing it right, Ole Miss can do it right. And Ole Miss has done it right because Hugh Freeze, everyone back then when he was winning like that, no one had ever won like Hugh Freeze except Johnny Vault. Well, now Lane's kind of doing it, and he's doing it in a way where he doesn't have to slide into DMs and defend himself all the time. He's just winning. And that's a blessing for yeah. Ole Miss because now it's just about the football. And Lane's not the best dude in the world. Neither am I. Neither are you. We're all flawed. But at least Lane recognizes compared to Freeze, you can't get out of his own friggin' way. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, to be honest with you, you know, there's some things we'd all like it, like it to be different on this beat in terms of coverage. 
But, you know, the way the rumor mill was popping when Lane Kiffin was hired, basically it was, you know, Kiffin's going to have a guy on his staff that's going to going to shoot all media members in the back of the head when they show up out there for a press conference. Hasn't been that way at all. At you know, all. It, it, was, it took a little bit longer to develop sourcing and things like that. But, you know, I think Lane is – Lane himself has pretty much treated everybody fairly. And, um, you know, it's not a bad beat to be on right now. It's really not. Of course, the winning helps. But But at least with Lane, you know exactly what you got. Right. You do. do. And you don't have to worry about an 11.30 p.m. phone call or DM from some psycho who is only consumed with his own personal image. I miss those sometimes, though. Did he really? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are we on the same team or not, Dave? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, I don't work for you, man. What, what was that story you told me a number of times when he got absolutely pissed off about something? Oh, that was the, the whole Cam Akers uh, deal when uh, he was about to hire Phil Longo. And um, the same source that had just got off the phone with Derek Nix, told, uh, told Nix that Cam Akers did not like the Longo hire. So after the guy gets off the phone with Derek Nix, the guy calls me, tells me the same thing. Well, I know this guy's an impeccable source. I put it up on the message board. Just a note. Just a note. Within five minutes, Freeze has called me, has not cursed me out, but he's he's basically whatever his out. version of cursing out is. That's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad gummits and things like that. Um, and I had to tell Freeze, "Hey, I'm a man. Don't talk to me that way." And I said, "You know what? My my son plays on your team." And he hung up on me. When it was getting hot, he hung up on me. And I texted him, and I said, That's what he does. You owe me a call back, period. Within five minutes, he called me back. Same stuff. We got into it more and more. Um, And, like, when I hung my phone up, all the assistant coaches started calling me. Dave, man, he's just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about that at all. Don't worry about that. But I talked to four different assistant coaches after the freeze call because they knew I was hot. And they were my friends. And, um, you know, it was funny because, like, at midnight that night, my phone, re- or I get a text message. And it's you. Hey, Dave, Coach Freeze, this too shall pass. And that was it. It's like, dude, was- you walked into my store, dropped your pants, took a shit on the floor. Yeah. And then yeah. you're telling yeah. me this too shall pass? No, come clean up your duke. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. But anyway, so a couple months rock on. We're out there one day at spring practice, and he walks up and, and apologizes personally. But not a, not a, man, I am so sorry. I lost my head. It's like, hey, I want you to know how much I appreciate you. you yeah, I'm sorry that happened. I want you to know I, I still yeah. love you. Like, dude, that's not, you're missing the point completely. I don't need your love. And, um, you know, anyway, that was just, Life with you freeze. I mean, that's, you know, we all went through it. 
I know you had your hills and valleys with him. Oh, as my well. favorite story ever was when uh, they lost. Chad Kelly and them went to Florida. Chad had a bad game. They lost. And uh, I was going to yeah. a funeral in Nashville. Actually, that was the only game that year or within, like, within four years that I didn't cover in person because I had to go to a funeral the next day. So we're going to Nashville. And the night before, I'd watched the game halfway between um, Oxford and Nashville. I think me and Emily just stopped somewhere. And uh, I'd had a little bit to drink because, you know, when you mourn, you you drink or you, you know, find your own way to cope. Do what? Were you drunk tweeting? Yeah. Bad. Okay. But it wasn't that bad. It was just, you know, snarky, stupid. No, it was stupid Ben stuff, and I acknowledge. See, I've never heard Hugh Freeze say, I'm sorry, man, I was wrong. I, I was in the wrong there. I should have done that. I was in the wrong for how stupid I was acting on Twitter, but it's stupid Twitter. It's Twitter. It doesn't. It's not real life. It does not matter in the grand scheme of things. And nothing I said was particularly egregious. I get a call the next day from Chuck, and Chuck's like, hey, man, I just want you to know, Freeze called me. He said he's not going to talk to you anymore. I went, Okay. He can call me. He's got my number. You know, he knows me. And finally, yeah. Freeze calls me, and he's so mad. He's like, you're supposed to be on our team, and blah, 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 And finally, I mean, I'm driving to a funeral, and not just any funeral either. I'm driving to a funeral for a toddler, all right? So forgive me if I was a little on edge to begin with. And after all this, and I explained to him and all this kind of stuff and tried to tell him. I, I tried to handle it. I was mad, but I tried to handle it in a way because I knew with Freeze, it's, it's nearly impossible. Even with all that, at the end of it, he goes, like you said, this too shall pass. I'm like, you created the problem. You did. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cut this off, but we're talking about Hugh Freeze, and we shouldn't be. Or, or, or we've talked about Hugh Freeze too long. But you get morning. what I'm getting at here. Like media days, we're going into media days yeah. with Ole Miss football. We're talking about football problems. We're talking about Jackson Dart can ha- have a turnaround fall compared to the spring. We're talking about. How a team that went ten and three last year made the Sugar Bowl for the tenth time in in program history, and it was like it was nothing. Like they were supposed to be there. If that team can live up or surpass those expectations, with so many question marks, or if they fall a little bit short and go to, I don't know, the Outback Bowl, the Gator Bowl, the Music City Bowl. When the Music City Bowl under Freeze, that that was just getting to a bowl was the the pinnacle. That's what Ole Miss fans wanted. Oh, the Birmingham Bowl. The Birmingham Bowl. When they packed it out in year one. Hey, guys, just want to tell you this podcast, this crossover podcast, is brought to you in part by S&J Custom Framing, where art is a gift of love. S&J Custom Framing is located at 1001 Van Buren Avenue in Oxford. Go see John Adams. John is the owner of S&J Custom. And let me tell you. It's the perfect place to go shopping for the Ole Miss fan uh, or even for yourself because you're Ole Miss fans as well. Ben, they've got great prints inside this store of Ole Miss football. Uh, Legendary prints, Dexter McCluster, Chad Kelly, the Mannings, uh, you name it, and they have it at S&J Custom Framing, as well as they can frame any. Ole Miss memorabilia or non-Ole Miss memorabilia that you'd like. Great selections of mats and frames in there. John's always willing to work with you on the pricing of things as well. And before we go, let me tell you about their pottery. Peach tree pottery, beloved pottery, crossroad pottery. Uh, just some incredible gifts in there. Next time you're in town for the weekend and you're looking for a place 
to buy some old Miss merchandise and art, even pottery, go visit John Adams at S&J Custom Framing, 1001 Van Buren in Oxford. This podcast is also brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement? Or if you're ever actually going to be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler a call. He specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. And he can offer you pretty much anything you could possibly need from mutual funds to employee benefits, college savings plans. Give him a call, 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler. If you haven't already subscribed, review this podcast on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. I do not care what you say. Ben, you're too loud. Ben, you're too obnoxious. Ben, you keep interrupting. Whatever it might be, leave a five-star review. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions on Spotify or SoundCloud, iTunes, you name it. We're there. Stitcher, I write for the Old Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com and AffiliateOn3.com. David writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. Let's hear from a couple of more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them, talk. Talk of Champions sent you, because now Talk of Champions actually makes sense. Ole Miss Baseball won a national championship, and they'll get you in your dream car with your Ole Miss Omaha Magnet planted right there on the driver's side door. They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the national champion. Talk of Champions podcast. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels. 
your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. I got to ask you this, and we talk about this every time, so I don't want a long answer, but Jackson Dart, Luke Altmaier, what happens to the guy who doesn't win this job? Well, if it's Luke, he leaves at the end of the year. If it's Jackson, he's kind of stuck. What is he going to do, sit out a year? Yeah, really. He's not going to sit out another year. See, that's the difference between the portal and high school recruiting. That's why I don't get when people freak out about high school recruiting anymore. Because if you're Ole Miss, you're not making your hay in that market anymore. You're yeah, making and I your, tried to explain yeah. that on our, our message board over the weekend. And it's hard because they've, they've been tailored to think one way for so long, which understandably so yeah. because that's the way recruiting stuff yeah. was. Well, I, I explained it as in look, schools like Alabama, like Georgia, like Texas A&M, they're putting a ton of money into their high school recruiting. Why? Because they can bring those guys in there, convince them to stay two, maybe even three years to wait their chance, and then they've got great players. That's where they're putting the majority of their money. Now, all three of those schools have a lot more money than Ole Miss, granted. But Ole Miss is taking, the, the I think, the only approach for them. I mean, do you really want to be in there paying paying you know millions of dollars for a high school quarterback? No, you don't. When you can go, it's kind of like the car is new when they're coming out of high school. It's going to cost this price. After two years of college ball, a lot of times the market value goes down on the same players. Yeah, that depreciation sets more, in a little bit and get a little right. cheaper deal and that's a good right. player, good car. That's right. They're more equipped to get on the field immediately. So you're paying less for what you what you need. And, I mean, that's exactly what Ole Miss did over the offseason. I mean, they, they looted the transfer portal with great, incredible star-quality players. Um, the only question – there are two questions. Number one, how many hits and how many misses are in these classes? Because I don't care what they've done elsewhere. There's always going to be a certain percentage that are, that are just going to be misses. Okay. So out of those 17 kids that have come in from the transfer portal, there, there are going to be two or three that you're going to go down. Hmm. Why did we get him? There may be four or five, but on the flip side of that, they're going to be seven, eight, nine, or 10 that you're going to go, wow, man, glad we got this kid. And that's, so that's ten, if you get 10 that are hitting, that's almost one full side of the football. Correct, yeah. I mean, so that's more I, want, I want to see, and we've never seen this before, portal in mass, I want to see the percentage of the hits and the misses this that's year. That's exactly right? what I was thinking. We don't know what the hit-miss rate is because Jordan Rhodes is no, in the portal, and I can't, yeah. We don't. And secondly, look, man, Half your roster is going to be out there in red and blue this fall for the first time ever. First time ever. Do they play like they've never played together before? Is that how the team chemistry gels? Or or, or do they just pick up where they left off at TCU and SMU and USC? Um, and a lot of people don't buy into that. But I'm telling you, with a game on the line and it being tight, you better buy into it. When you when you know you're on the line of scrimmage, you better have a brother on your right and a brother on your left. Will they play like brothers? I think that is a big dead gum deal. And then the other question, Ben, we've already talked about. 
is who the hell is going to play quarterback. Let's be honest. Ole Miss put a crap ton of money into getting Jackson Dart here. Okay. So Dart has that on his side. Not saying Lane Kiffin gives a flip about that because as the head football coach, you should not. The best man ought to win. But we do know Jackson Dart is getting paid. Uh, Luke Altmaier is getting paid to an extent. Um, but, you know, I think those are the three things you look for, you know, throughout fall camp and you hope to have better answers to, you know, how many are hits and misses, how will this roster jail, and who the hell is going to be playing quarterback. Um, I'm not really concerned about the wide receivers. There's enough talent on this roster. That unit will be better than serviceable. Um Everywhere else, you know, you're rocking superstars. Are we going to start doing this podcast daily again? Yeah, heck yeah, absolutely. All right, there you have it. We're just talking today on a Monday about things that are happening in Ole Miss football. Unfortunately, Hugh Freeze bled into the conversation again. I swore I'd stop talking about it. I couldn't help myself. I mean, come on. It's the most Hugh Freeze story ever, ever. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, if you're not following it, just Google it. <laughs> Um, Lord help me. Lord, y'all man. pray for pray for Coach Freeze right now. That or like light some incense candles, something good vibes only for you, Freeze. Yeah, I mean, look and listen. I really like the guy. I, I like Coach Freeze. Um, you don't? No. Now I told him this. Yeah, I said I have nothing I nothing against Freeze, and and I said this to yeah. him last time we communicated. I said, look, man, I, you're a good enough, dude. I'm sure we'd get along just fine if we were we were in the same room again together at some point. We'd have a good conversation, everything. But this is silly, man. You're a grown ass man. You're a grown ass multimillionaire. Multimillionaire. You're coaching football, and you can't get over grievance stuff. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to associate with you. So no, I do well, not like Hugh Freeze. Well, grievance stuff that, at least on the surface, has absolutely nothing to nothing. do with Hugh. Nothing. 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 He just jumped in. Look, it's like it's like your three year old that you've just given a bath to and you are out in the yard and you go, Junior, do not get in that mud pile. <laughs> and he looks at you and he goes and he jumps head first into the mud pile. Like stares straight into your eyes, man. Straight into your it's eyes and jumps crazy. in the mud puddle. Oh my god. You know, crazy. and I know that the AD's going Thanks, Hugh, but you know that would have been better coming from anybody in the world other than you. See, uh, I disagree. I you, think that the Liberty AD, where he is, is is uniquely perfect for Hugh Freeze. If it was a normal AD, if it was Keith Carter, Keith would be like, why, man? Just chill. This AD is probably like, thank you, Hugh. Thank you. He will never coach anywhere else again. Lane, if he doesn't coach anywhere else again, it's just because his past caught up to him. He's going to have success at Ole Miss. Like, people are going to still have the same stigma Whenever they mention Lane Kiffin's name, Hugh Freeze actually has tangible reasons not to hire him at this point. Lane Kiffin in 2022, he has done everything under the sun to rehabilitate who he is as a person and as a coach. He's probably going to have more opportunities. Didn't have the opportunities we thought he'd get last year in one of the craziest coaching cycles ever. But neither did Hugh Freeze for a drastically different reason. The idiot can't get out of his own way. Period. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pray that Coach Freeze uh, can find Good for you, man. <laughs> Good for you, man. That's all I can say. All right, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, and we'll be back tomorrow, I think last week you put – I put the over-under at wins for 2022. We're going to keep doing this. At eight and a half, you going over-under. 
Uh, I'm going over. I, I, I think uh, I think the Rebels are going to roar out of the gate. Um, you know, I've already said I think they'll they'll start the season eight and zero. That means going to Baton Rouge and picking up win number eight. That means knocking off Auburn and knocking off Kentucky. Uh, the other five they should be heavily favored to win. Um, and I don't think that's that's uh, too far of a stretch. Um, but this is a team that could be five and three at that point of the season too. But I'm going with eight and zero. I'm going over on the eight and a half, not much over, maybe maybe a half over, but I'm taking the over. I'm curious to see how, if at all, that opinion changes over the course of the next month with, with the fall. Oh rest. yeah, it will. It definitely will. I mean, I'll, I'll start getting a little nervous about things. Um, but yeah, One day you'll be like, oh, under, under, under six or seven wins. Then what, the next day it'll be back to, hey, man, Jackson Dart just had a really good practice. They could go 12-0. and uh, Well, hey, listen, I do want to bring up one thing, though. There are some studs on this team that, that we haven't really talked about yet. And um, I, want, I want to highlight this dude just because last week I bumped into him at Walmart at like 11 o'clock at night. Jalen White, the linebacker out of Parkview Magnet School in Little Rock, Arkansas, the lowest-rated recruit, lowest-rated high school recruit in the Rebels 2022 class. I want to say this. If that joker is not on the field this fall, my eyes are lying. He is one of the best-looking freshmen I have ever seen from a football physique standpoint, six foot four, they list him at 205. I'd say six four, two fifteen or so. He can run like a deer, played quarterback at Parkview. Quarterback, mind you, and, and took them deep in the Arkansas 6A playoffs. This kid, look, I mean, I, I just got, I want to see him on the field. He's somebody you should be excited about. Ole Miss, I think, got a steal uh, from the Razorbacks out of Little Rock. Jalen White, remember the name. I feel like we've just born a new series here called David's Sleepers. So today's sleeper was Jalen White. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay, we're finished with Hughes' secret, so we can – yeah, we're not doing David's secrets now. No, David's Sleepers. Sleepers. Oh, Sleepers. Oh, Sleepers. Yeah. I thought you said David's secret. Oh, God, no, no. no, because then we'll have to do Ben's secrets, and then we're really screwed. No, Jalen White is the first of David's sleepers. Yeah, that would be horrible, man. That would yeah, be no, horrible. I wouldn't do that to you, my friend. I wouldn't do that to you. He's David Johnson at Rebels247 on Twitter, writes for Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Bit on Twitter. I write for the Old Spirit, an affiliate of On3.com. We'll do it again, man. It was always fun. Thank you, Ben. Howdy, howdy, y'all. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.